Good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express episode officially 199. That can't be right. 99. 99. 99. 199 official episodes. Yeah. So let's just cut this one off now and skip right to 200. Exactly. <laughs> we would never do that to you. So we will be having it. We're not doing a big 200th episode extravaganza. extravaganza. We are going to do a 200th episode celebration. Celebration. In the near future, we'll have announcements when we get the details worked so out. Stay tuned. Folks. But it will be a celebration of 200 mediocre episodes. Well, let's let's face it. Let's break it down here. 25 really good episodes, 75 decent ones, and 100 terrible ones. You really think that like 12% of our episodes are good? They're the ones I don't talk much on. Okay. Yeah. Are they they the ones you were gone for? Yeah, exactly. Because I I've missed uh, geez, yeah I've missed uh, what a bunch of episodes there. No, I, I have yet to miss an episode. You have not. I've I, missed some time. I've been off air for a good couple hours of the podcast. Though. You've wandered. Yeah, you've wandered. I did it a couple weeks ago. That episode that whoa, I whoa, really whoa. did not want to be on. What is that? What does that even mean? Is somebody calling us? That that was my phone coming through. Oh my good lord! You're killing me. We yep. are. Oh, we're in the six nine here tonight too. We're at the Blue Water Inn, and we're at a different table. Um, we didn't call and plan and reserve, so we kind of got put in the boo table here. We're right in the main room, which it's a little different. But you figured out a new feature on our PA board that's going to allow the sound quality to be a little bit better. I do have to believe. Yeah, I believe so. It'll cut out some of the uh, drunkenness and, and yeah. silliness that goes on at and, such a place. And you know, if you don't like it this way, then we can revert back. If if you if you we feel it's, it's not a positive, uh, not we a positive might decide step, to revert back. We might because I don't know. It's kind of lame. Although right now it's pretty low key in here. It is. It is. It, I'm sure it'll pick up. It's funny because I was taking my nap after work and I woke up to a text, which thank you for that from Adam. It just says, Hey, call me when you wake up from your nap. And and so we're talking about not not really the podcast and then I'm I, very respectful of nap. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Because I need that. I, I had the kind of nap today that when my alarm went off, I sat straight up in bed and said, I'm gonna be late for the bus. Yeah. And like it was a, one of those deep naps. But anyway, we're talking on the phone, and Adam says to me, I need you to be funny tonight on the podcast. And I said, the best I can do is fat and confused. And I'm like, well, your fat and confused is still better than most people's funny. Right. I hope anyway. Yeah, because, I mean, fat, hilarious. <laughs> confused, <laughs> right? even funnier. <laughs> right? Especially when you're fat and confused. Yeah. I mean, just the stumbling around, not knowing where you're going, right? Could lead the to Benny a lot Hill of theme things. song following you around for sure. It's for it's sure. good times. We are, as I said, live here at the old six nine water in. Thank you. Uh, we've had some interesting times. We just had a gig on Saturday night. Of all things, DJing a prom. Can you believe that? A prom. What a trip that was. Yeah, that was a good time. It was in a barn. The prom was in a barn. That is the most thumb thing we've done in a long time. A barn that had walls? Question <laughs> mark. They had gaps in the wall. Yeah, they, there was more daylight coming through than was being blocked. I would say. Right. And the, you know, we had a nice heater right in front of us, but the wind coming through at some points was still pretty cold. Right. And I felt pretty bad for some of those kids that were. Oh, some of those. I mean, let's face it; these ladies were dressed in beautiful dresses, but. Not a ton to them as far as protection from the elements. Let's uh, let's put it that way. 
I just took a bite. I know you did. That's why I put you on the spot. For me, though, it was nice that there was a nice breeze because it covered up the waft of my of my my uh, vodka. Because <laughs> Adam's like, you made that one pretty strong, didn't you? I'm like, yep. Well, the wind blew towards me for a minute. <laughs> right. I couldn't. I mean. I didn't share any with the kids or anything. It was just me, but... Well, you didn't have that big of a bottle. Right. Like, if I'm going to be DJing, if I'm going to be DJing, you know, I want a little something-something, a little happy juice, right? Well, yeah, something's got to get you through it. Of all the adults there, you might have been the soberest one. Right? The most sober. So one of the craziest other parts was a lot of the songs that got them still, like, dancing and moving were songs that were, like popular when I was in high school even. That, that was astounding to me. That these like 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds still like dance into the they, same shit that we did 20 some years ago. They wanted Afro Man. They did and they let us play it. Yeah. We got permission from the principal to play Afro Man. The principal's Man. like, you know, the principal's like, you know, you can go ahead and play that. I'm like, once, you know, once certain people leave later in the night, that was a later in the night song. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but it's okay. It will. I mean, with, with the noise canceling, I think we're good. Okay. I'll cut those two out so that Perfect. we don't have the extra noise. That's good. That's good. I yeah, didn't have that What a trip. Through. I've never DJed a prom before. It's not your first rodeo, thankfully. No, no. It wasn't my first CPS prom, actually. And let's face it, I was pretty much just the mule because I was there to carry all the equipment in and out. Which was highly appreciated, seeing as how if I had to be the mule, they'd just shoot me. <laughs> they would have. Yeah. Did you tell Mary about the the situation to get into this place? Oh, it had terrible steps. Yeah. Terrible steps. And uh, once I got up the steps, I'm just like, you can hand me stuff, but the rest is you. And I did it. You did? Like a trooper. Luckily, I travel pretty light. Yeah. it's you, uh, The DJ gig we you deal with is, is pretty, yeah, it's it's not very complicated. It's, it's very easy to set up. It, it works very well. It was plenty of enough sound for that venue. Oh like, yeah, definitely. I thought it wasn't, but I, like everybody later is like, no, it was. It was plenty loud enough. Oh yeah, we we had plenty of sound. Like when I stepped outside to hit the restrooms, which were outside the barn in a little like building off to the side. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you could still hear it. You could still hear it very very well. Yeah, so. and and those aren't those speakers aren't made to project a long long way. No, but it, it carried very nicely, and it, it sounded good. It still sounded like the sound quality was awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was good stuff. Overall, they, they overall, I think party. it went well. I think we we I, I, we haven't even gotten to the juicy stuff yet, and they're they're moving already. I know it. I, I figured I'd at least get to talk some shit or make some off color jokes first before they <laughs> fucking move. Jeez. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Right. Preemptive strike. They're Prudes. like these guys are going to be saying shit we don't want to hear. Prudes. Prudes. Like, we already know what these people are about, and I don't like it. We should probably play a drop. What is that? Oh, shit! Good job, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I have found, like, a drop board for this, I guess, that can, you could have your own set of drops. That'd be great. That'd be great. Like, a remote drop board that I could just, like, sit here and... Yes. Yeah. And you know I'd be doing that once in a while, especially if I get really tuned up. Like, more drops, more drops. <laughs> right, I know. That's what everybody's thinking, more drops. So do you have any gear grinds today? Any 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 gears to grind? So when you get south of Almont. Go on. And I don't know what happens at the stoplights in Almont, but everybody Everybody driving, turns frittata. Everybody driving turns frittata. 
They're like, what is asshole green, for time? What is green mean again? Yeah. And oh, red? That's kind of yellow. It's more a suggestion. And roundabouts would be great if anybody knew how to fucking use them. Oh my goodness. Jesus. I love roundabouts. I think I do too. I, I, I think, think roundabouts great. are great, but when you have people that like sit there and they should be going and they don't, and then the minute you start to go through, they pull out like a bat out of hell. And you kind of play that little er, 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 Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. That little back and forth seesaw teeter totter shit. Or like the person who thinks they gotta go through the roundabout at like eight miles an hour. I do not envy you for having to take that drive at all because I did it for a year and it sucks. Yeah, it does. I worked down there at the shop in Clinton Township and uh, not only did it suck to work there, but it sucked to have to do that drive every day. Yeah. Yeah, it, it yeah. But you only have to do it luckily like once a week Once a week, yeah. Okay. And probably once I get busy with stuff, like I'm going down there to fraternize and, and yeah. hang out with Get to know guys. the team. And, yeah. And all the rah rah ole stuff. And they're great people. So I, I enjoy doing it, but then I have to drive home. The drive down isn't bad. Like right. people don't wake up at the time that I wake up to go down there. So my drive down is pretty traffic free. I'm not a morning person. Yeah, I know. You you we've we've like it's it's funny because oh thank you. We we've we've kind of we know this. Yeah, this has been well established. That's why we have the reasonable hour morning show in the radio station when we have one. Yeah. Yes, because after a week of waking up and having to be productive, I don't want to have to wake up again and be productive. Right. Although I am turning over a new leaf, like on the weekends and shit, I've been getting up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, even on the weekends, where normally I tr- sleep until nine or ten. Yeah, the weekends no, I, I don't give a shit. I, I sleep until I wake up. Yeah. And it's so funny because even Julie was saying that about running into that guy. Oh, he's a genius, but he had a hard time being there. <laughs> well, yeah. I also don't like being at work. Is that weird? No. Yeah. No. No, it, my job's new. I'm enjoying it. And right. The The work from home part, like I thought, man, I'm going to have a really hard time. You know, am I? well, my question was, am I going to have a hard time staying motivated while I'm at home? But oddly enough, I don't. See, I find that a lot of times when they've trusted me to work remote, like for Boeing as well as for Walboro, if I had work to do, like, well, for Boeing, it wasn't a problem. I was very productive. I was more productive at home because I was happy to have the opportunity. Right. Plus, I liked the fact that I could work at my own schedule and my own pace. Like, especially like for Walboro, like, it was ideal because I'd wake up about, you know, 7 8 o'clock in the morning, log in, and then about noon, knock off for about two hours and go fish or go do something else and then finish off my day. But I'd get in all my hours, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. I like to fish at lunchtime. I actually find that. Because I'm not clock watching while I'm at home. And that's what I do. That's what I do so much in the shop, like even today. Like I just spend a lot of my time watching the clock. Like I can't wait till I get the fuck out of here, you know? Plus it's so depressing. Like my office doesn't have any fucking windows. We don't control the climate. And for some reason, one of the coworkers that does control it is always really fucking cold. So he keeps it 75 goddamn degrees in our office. Must be a skinny bastard. He's skinny, and he has a like a, he has a wood stove in his like uh, his living room at home. So oh well, so the living room is like eighty five. His bed oh yeah, fifty one. So it's like even tonight, like here at the blue, like we're in the front, uh, we're in the main part, and the sun 
I'm, I'm not complaining about the sun. It's nice to have a sunny, beautiful day, but it was warm in here. Thankfully, we turned on the fans. Like, I was getting overheated. I'm not getting a lot of the fan. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of it, just enough to make it worth my while. So that's my gear grind right there. Is it fucking too hot and miserable? I'm in an office with my phone hardly works. We don't have any windows to the outside world. There's four of us sardined into an office, which this day and age is never a good idea. And, uh, geez, eat a dick work. Jeez. Well, I don't know what See, happened. that was a valid complaint that I don't think would get me in trouble, would it? No, it shouldn't. I mean, it's a valid complaint. And they know it. I've said that. Like, you know, what's, you know what the problem with this place is? It's miserable. Because they don't try to make any creature comforts. They don't try to make it anything for us. Being there is just, just a slog to be in that fucking place all day. It's not even good for anything. Morale, humans, for... Yeah, fuck. I've seen farm animals treated better. Well, they're productive. Yeah, they're worth something. My hide and pelt aren't worth, worth much. I don't know. That Buffalo Bill guy from uh, Silence of the Lambs that wanted to dress up as people. Seeing a great big fat girl? Put a lotion on. You're leaving already? Okay. See you, love you. See you. Uh, Have a good night. Julie's leaving and not being on the podcast. It's okay. You gotta. <coughs> okay. I read too much of a downer tonight. Okay, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, because I'm already being enough of a downer for both of us. That's true. Yeah. That's adequate. I always have the gears to grind. Any karate kicks to the crotch? Uh, traffic. Traffic, yeah. Two hours to get home from Troy. Takes me an hour, took me an hour and 34 minutes to get there today. And just two hours to get home. Two hours to get home. Good Lord. That's and like I, I, did, I made one stop for a burger. Right. Ooh. Where did you get a burger from? A&W. Oh, that's worthy. That's worthwhile. I didn't eat today while I was at work. I got busy, and then I had a conference call, and okay. I'm like, at this point, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just going to eat on my way home. Right. My plan was to go to White Castle. Right. Construction and traffic kept me. They had other plans. Yeah, so fuck both of them. So the shit I'm dealing with, it was opening day for soccer for the kids on Saturday, which is great. It was a beautiful day, and it was good to get out. But, uh, my, of course, my ex-wife has to show up with her fiancé. Oh, well, that's Because it's opening day, and she's like all lovey-dovey with him and shit he still won't come near me like it was funny because she walked up and talked to me and he stayed like 20 feet away and then like she was stink eyeing me because like a couple different people walked up to me and just started talking to me i don't know these people but apparently i seem very approachable just standing there with my son or my daughter on the sideline and so they they want to ask me questions and my ex-wife's like looking at me like the fuck are you doing talking to these people i'm like since when did you become the conversation police so so there's that, and like I said, she's all lovey-dovey with him. And then I say, of all days, it's Mother's Day on, which, happy belated Mother's Day, everybody out there that's mothers that listen. Yes. Um, Most of our listeners are yeah. mothers. They're mothers of some sort, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> so so I ask her, I say, hey, uh, do you want to me to bring the kids back early? Because it's, it's Mother's Day. Perhaps you'd like to spend the day with them. Huh. And most years, she's like, yeah, bring them back, you know, late morning or early afternoon, and we'll spend the afternoon. She's like... No, we're good. She spent the whole day with her fiancé working on his house, and then when I dropped him off, she, he was at her house 
which is still my house half, by the way, working on shit. So nice. Yeah, they so they got big plans, which is another gear grind. And my daughter let the cat out of the bag. So here's a little story. Here's a fantastic yarn for everyone. Years ago, we did something, and I told my kids, don't tell your mother. So what do they do? They tell their mother that I told them not to tell their mother. So I got reamed. I got my ass just rung up and down, chewed out every which way but sideways. So I've never, ever done that again. I say, you know what? Yes. Always share. I want you to always tell me the truth. I want you to be open. I'm never going to tell you not to tell your mother something because it's wrong. It is wrong. You shouldn't do that. So my daughter is just talking about something. She's like, well, you know, they're, they're going to sell his house, and they're working on selling her house because they're going to buy a house they were looking at and they've looked at and thinking, like, working on buying on the west side of Bay City. And then my daughter's like, oh, but mom told me not to tell, mom told us not to tell you that. And I'm like, huh, holy fuck, how the tables well, have turned. Why is it okay now? Why is this okay now? Because it's you. Am I the bad guy here? No. Okay. I'm guessing the way but you I told your- I told my daughter, because my son's like, Natalie, you're not supposed to tell dad that. I'm like, no, I appreciate it. You guys can tell me anything. You can talk to me all the time. No matter what it is, good, bad, evil, anything, please, always talk to me, always tell me. So there we go. I'm going to make a guess that what you asked your kids not to say was not nearly as big as that. No, it was something like we, it was something dumb. I gave you ice cream after 10 Yeah, it was something. something. It was, yeah. I think it was food-based or something. Or we went someplace that she like didn't approve of or something. You know? Yeah. It wasn't, hey, I'm buying a house with my fiance and moving the kids to the west side of Bay City. Oh, and selling, working on selling his house and the house that we purchased together. That, by the way, my name's still on, but we're talking to lawyers about that. So There you go. Because she was supposed to have me file a quit-claim deed. Present that to me after the divorce, and she never did. And it's uh, almost six years since we've been divorced now. So, no. I I would think that that would be you should get half of that money when it's sold, and possibly some rent for the last several years. Right. So it's going to be we're going to have some interesting fodder on the podcast. I have a feeling because I'm it an open book, good. and I don't mind talking about this shit. Because I want to know if you think I'm wrong here. I don't think I've done nothing wrong. I've voiced my displeasure when she got into this relationship because I don't like the guy and still don't, but I've let it go. And I don't talk bad about her ever to the kids, and I never have. That one time a couple years ago, I told them not to tell them something, and that was wrong. So I've never done that again because she asked me to. Well, that's paid off huge dividends, hasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) But now that the shoe's on, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like I said, uh, I'm not the bad guy here, but I still feel I'm upset. I'm upset about the whole thing. Well, I, you should be. Right. I would be. Right. Like, she feels the need to hide shit from me. So what that tells me and what my, my psychology background tells me, you feel like you're doing something wrong if you feel the need to hide it from, like, your ex or something like that. Oh, definitely. All the things that I've told the kids to hide from Mary. Right. Right. Very, very 100% wrong. very wrong. Very wrong. Right. I mean, you had to tell them not to be Cardi B fans and not drown puppies, yeah. but don't tell your mother. This is between us, yeah, right? Your mom loves Cardi B and <laughs> loves drowning puppies. <laughs> but I cannot condone this activity. Yeah, but don't tell her that I told you not to do it. This didn't come from me. If she asks you to drown puppies and listen to Cardi B with her, you act like you're enjoying it. <laughs> Just act like you're enjoying it. Just put on a happy face. Am I getting disapproving looks while I'm saying this? No, I think it's good fodder. It's okay. good humor. 
I, I think we get disapproving looks from everyone when we do anything, for Christ's sake. Don't tell Mary what we were talking about. All right, don't, she's sitting right here. <laughs> she's, having, she's trying to enjoy her dinner, and she's like, you guys are assholes. I'm, I'm within arm's reach of her. Like, she could backhand me pretty easily. <laughs> oh, I see. I like that move. That's a that's a bold strategy. <laughs> oh man! I better take two while I can. So that's my gear grind. I mean, that's a pretty good gear grind. Like I don't understand where I went wrong here. Like I get, I do everything I can. I try to be a good person. I I've gone through so much counseling, so much therapy. I communicate now. She asked me to do something, even if it's absurd. I I respect her enough that I I listen and I do it. I guess I have never blatantly asked her to not to tell the kids, you know, to tell the kids, you know, please don't ever tell the kids they can't tell me something. I've never said that to her explicitly. So there's where you're wrong, right? This is your fault. It's it's always my fault. Your fault. She's such a bitch. I just cannot wait till she makes his life as miserable as she made mine. Oh, it'll happen. Something tells me that that's kind of the M.O. It took years for me to get back to being Phil. My mom just said that and noticed that. She's like, finally in the last couple of years, you're back to being, the, you know, the, the son that I know and raised. So, Yeah. Man. I like to blame the podcast for that. So, oh, The podcast. Is Anybody done- who liked down Phil better can blame <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Blame the podcast. Which, I don't know. We should try to be funny, maybe. I don't know. Ah, that's way overrated. It's overrated. Although, the podcast last week with just you and I weren't really particularly funny, but people seem to enjoy them. Yeah, well, I think people, self-loathing people, uh, enjoyed it. Correct. Yeah. I, I This is my poll lately. This is what depresses me. I asked a bunch of people to come join us tonight, and nobody does. So. Not so funny now, is Yeah. <laughs> Apparently don't have the poll that I used to with people. Well, that would. I blame low T. You think that's what I think I have low T. <laughs> like I really do. The naps during the day, right? The I mean, the added the excessive weight. Yeah. Um. Just no motivation for anything. Your beard doesn't seem to be getting any longer. No, so it's I, I, it's like stagnated. It, it's it's stagnated. It doesn't grow anymore. It's no. Like, and like hairs fall out of it like they never used to. Like I'm thinking I'm having some issues here. So you're shedding. Oh, hang on, oh, oh hang hold on. on. There you go. Oh, you got to. Ter- you need to trim it. I know it needs to. There, yeah, you're that right. Needs to more growth. See, that's true. I need to trim it. I need a haircut, basically. Yeah, you have but a lot of dead ends. I do. I do. Split ends. Uh, in my, just like my life, it's a dead end. It's going nowhere. You need a hot oil treatment. Is what you I, need. I like hot oils. <laughs> I can't. What's going on here? I don't know. Is it good? I don't. I, Is it I, bad? I don't know. I feel like I'm stuck right now. It's gr- I say this at work all the time. It's it's fucking Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog Day. Don't forget Disco Inferno this Saturday night. DJ starts at 9 p.m. 70s drink specials, costume contest, dancing, and disco fun. I think I know the DJ. This is here at the Blue Water Inn this Saturday night, May 14th. It might be both of us. It might be one of us. If I can find a date, that's the deal. We broke that down on the podcast already, didn't we? That that's the deal. Because no, I got, I, I don't think we did. On oh, the okay. So here's the deal. Here's the, here's the deal, brother. 
So, so I got tickets to see Wheeler Walker Jr. at the old machine shop there in Flint. And, and Adam booked us a DJ gig. Yeah, and I said, "Well, here's here's what we'll do. If I can find myself a date, I'm well, going to the Wheeler Walker Jr. concert." To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, you you sprung this on me like last week, and in my head, I was thinking, "Well, Phil booked that, and now he's not going to be here." And then I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, Phil did not book that. I did." And also, I bought those tickets like two and a half months ago, so I kind of forgot the date <laughs> until I got like a, a an email reminder. You know, forgot the date sounds an awful lot like frittata. Derp, derp, derp. Well, my personal assistant isn't worth a shit. What can I say? You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. No. That's a God, great I cannot drop. Wait. Thank you. God, I can't wait till I'm out of the corporate world when I can just do drugs with reckless abandon all the time. It's going to be so much better for podcasts and the radio shows and everything. You're going to wake up in my garage with a raccoon. <laughs> that's okay. That's 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 a... That's hashtag life goals right there. Well, yeah, it'd be a good thing. The raccoon will be eating my cookies. Yeah, cookies, cookies. Cookies, cookies. The raccoon will be looking at me with these big saucer-like eyes like, dude, you need to wake up, man. We got to go chase some shit around the yard. (laughs) Raccoon's like, I hope this fucker doesn't attack me. (laughs) I'm kind of scared right now. I hope he's friendly. (laughs) He looked like he wanted to eat me. When he was sleeping, he was growling real mean. In his sleep, he kept muttering shit about a coonskin cap. <laughs> Davy Crockett shit. Uh, I'm out. Poor raccoons. <laughs> Having to put up with your drunk ass. Yeah, you'll have that. Yeah, there, There'd be worse places to sleep than my garage, though, I think. That's true. There is a nice sectional out there and TV and I'd be okay with that, stuff. yeah. No, I'd, I'd think it'd be great. The raccoons would just, they'd fuck with you and shit. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't see any downside to this, really. The, the little wash bears. <laughs> that's, Tra- what they, that, that's what they're called in what, Germany or where, where is it? They're, Trash pandas. Germany calls them wash bears. Wash bears? Because they always get in water and wash their hands. Yes, wash bears. Washer bears. Washer bears. Oh, I like beer. And farts. Yes. Both are good. Beers and farts. Beers and farts. You know, I'm, I'm looking up on the TV up there, and you got Kirk Gibson. And Mark Bernstein. And Mark Bernstein. They're equal. This commercial makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it's got no sound, but I'm sure it's saying something about... Yeah. I'm sure it's saying Kirk something Gibson. about... Okay. Slow. And Mark Bernstein's like, click, 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 click. Come on, Kirk. We're paying you by the minute. <laughs> We're going to have to edit Kick your that. Parkinson's ass in the ass. Let's go. You know, they have to say something like, at the Sam Bernstein law firm, you too, your family, you can put Jewish power to work for you. <laughs> They're not accountants. <laughs> They're, they're, you know, Jewish lawyers and Jewish accountants are the same thing. They're both at the pinnacle of what true. they do. That is true. And it's because of the network of Jews that they have. They all stick together because they've been through some pretty tough times. Yeah. From the pyramids to the Holocaust to now. Damn. And now they're kind of on top of the world. I mean, we had it coming. Who didn't see this coming? I mean... Hitler. 
<laughs> to answer your question, to be totally uh, transparent and honest, Hitler did not. That's I, right. I'm sure when he's like, all right, we need to take them all out. Otherwise, they're just going to take over the world. Right. I'm sure that. See, that he had the foresight. He knew. Maybe, yeah. Adolf Hitler's like, you know what? I know if we don't eradicate these Jews right now, they're going to be running everything like 50 to 80 years from now. He was like the. Like the Nostradamus of uh, right of the Jewish people. He's like Germans will be next to nothing, and the Jews will rule the world. Yeah, if we don't do something about this, we won't even have a military. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, not a formidable one anyway. I wonder if he foreseen that they would have like Kurt Gibson and eventually Michael J. Fox on the same commercial. I bet you. I bet you he saw that in his visions. You realize that if you had if you had Kurt Gibson, and Michael J. Fox star in a Star Wars movie, right? Give me each lightsabers. It would look like the greatest choreographed lightsaber battle ever. You're like, holy shit, is this real time? Slow that frame rate. Slow that frame no! rate. <laughs> oh, it's like when Yoda goes berserk. It's like, holy shit, oh, I cannot so. believe these guys right now. So, is it nice in hell this time of year? From everything I've understood, I mean, I'm already, I've already, I've already kind of come to grips with that. That I'd, have you been scoping out a nice spot? Yeah, a nice I, I mean, why, hell. why would if there is a hell, why would Satan be mad at me? I'm his homeboy for Christ's sake. Well, yeah, he'd be like, you did a lot of good work up there. Son. <laughs> I admire your work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I seen that video on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. I, <laughs> he's like, I was there holding your hand that night. Then he'd be like. I've also seen your ex-wife. What the hell did you do in your previous life? That's right. I don't know. <laughs> I said I was a holoc. <laughs> I was a Jew in the Holocaust. Were you a guy ratting out the Underground Railroad? Because I kind of feel like you might have been a guy root- ratting, ratting out, out the, the Underground, underground Railroad. railroad. <laughs> Were you one of those one to of those get an nor- ex-wife like that? You had to. You had to. During bust the something. Civil War, did you defect from Michigan to the South to fight with the Southern Army? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's what I had to do. Yeah, say, yeah. My, you see? Yeah, yeah. It's a wonderful life. Did you ever start a chicken franchise? <laughs> Colonel Sanders was a motherfucker. He shot a man in the face for crying out loud over a dispute of a chicken recipe. Damn, that's hard. Colonel Sanders was a ruthless ass motherfucker. Well, yeah. Harlan. That's right. Harlan Sanders here. He and I on a first name basis. The key is the 11 herbs and spices. Oh, well, thank you. I, I too, would like to dress in a, a white linen suit and walk around. <laughs> what, what kind of a tie was that that he had? It's, it's like a modified... It, he, had a, he had like a bow tie and then a bolo. Sometimes he wore both. But it was like this weird bow tie. I, yeah, but I think style it was just- of, yeah, it was an extra piece of material from that suit. They're like, "What do you want to do with this?" I'll make a tie out of it. I reckon I'll wear that as a tie. That'll be the twelfth urban spice. I will strangle any motherfucker that tries to steal my recipe. I'll shoot a motherfucker in the face. I've done it before. Yeah. Don't try to steal my recipe. No, no, that'd be bad. Yeah, he like derailed a train once. He was a ruthless motherfucker. He derailed a train. He derailed a train? Yes. Full of chickens? 
He derailed the train. He set a competitor's business on fire. And he shot a man in the face. Over chickens. Over all that shit. Over business. Over women. Over everything. Damn. Plus, he's a womanizer that sold chicken. Well, you know, better to be a chickenizer that sold women. He liked wearing the white linen suits because it outlined his penis very nicely in the trousers. (laughs) (laughs) The guy was ruthless. If he ain't in hell, I don't know who is. I stuffed my pants with eggs. That's right. (laughs) Which came first? It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, this is terrible, but good. We'll allow it. (laughs) All right. Colonel Sanders rant over. Yes. We didn't even post that we were doing this tonight. No, nobody knows to call. Nobody knows we're incognito. That's all right. That's all right. Fuck them all. It's just Phil after a very terrible bad day. Chewy, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some jerky to try. I don't know if that's this episode or... Just wait on that. Okay. That'll be a good 200th episode deal. Yeah, well, it's true to our roots. See this how this one's 199. Uh, because to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, the very first episode started off talking about beef jerky. That is true. And so, other dried meats. So there's symmetry to that. In the business, yep. we call that a callback. Plug it in wherever it fits. We don't use a lot of power. <laughs> We're drawing low wattage. From your butthole headquarters. Putting more wattage in your cottage. The yes. podcast that rocks the docks and shakes the lakes. <laughs> you know, they at least have a tagline. I really, you know... I don't know if the Sandlot County Station has a tagline, any of them. Yeah, they do. Dropping T's or dropping L's and (laughs) mispronouncing T-H's. (laughs) (laughs) They have their own language. Oh, boy. I'm sorry for that there. I did drop a pretty good bomb the other night when we were talking to all the people from the school. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Which I've been called a genius now twice in the short span of yeah, less than a week. That's so weird for me to hear. I don't normally I hear that at all. It. Like, I'm the biggest dumbass I know. No, no, no. Not even close. All right. But genius? Maybe. Twice. Maybe. Legit. You were witness to both of them. I know. I'm Like, what the fuck is going on I'm here? I'm weirded out by that. I am, too. Like, I really need to do something to, like, like take my street cred back down because I can't well, live with this. These are expectations uh, I cannot meet. Both times I was waiting to join in the laughter, and it never happened. Same, man. I'm like, that's a great joke. Yeah. I've been. It wasn't a joke. These people legit felt that you are a genius. Were a genius. That's fucking crazy. But you know what? Yeah. You didn't go on YouTube and find ten hours of farts of this. No, I did not. Not yet. Not yet. No. I've been trying to write more comedy, too. I want to get back into stand-up. I think I've been talking about this. You have, and so, I, I have a hookup for you. So I've been writing, like, not only big jokes, long jokes, but I feel like you have to have some some pebbles to, to fit in between the boulders oh, yeah. of the big stories. So some of them are, and one of these, my, my friend told me this, but I kind of modified it. So one of them is just the line, uh, snakes and condoms, two things I don't screw with. Think about it. Right? And the other one is, 
What's that? Is that back table open? Yeah, that back corner. Yeah, yeah. But there's some people sitting in that one right there. Right, but the what's the table? That, there's a there's a plug by that table that what's, Mary likes. What's the other one I wrote here? Oh, I try. <laughs> oh. Here's a here's a quick and easy one. We got it. It's okay. We got to figure it out. Oh shit, man. Oh, I don't know. My notes are just littered with all kinds of random shit here. I don't remember. Junior would tell you. Do you, I know the Wi-Fi password's up somewhere. Do you yeah. know where it's at? I don't know right offhand. Maybe Jesse will know. It's it's something weird here though. No, it's not drink more beer, all one no. word. That's a Silver Tavern in Deckerville. That's the old classic. STD. All right, go go ahead with your joke, sir. I feel like I feel like the setup has just destroyed all of this. So I tried being on the television, but I was too fat and it was too thin. Yeah. Is that all right? It is. All right. And I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, it seems like the one-liners I write are more like literal, like... You have to think literally, not not like I'm trying to tell you a joke. Right. It's like I'd like the crowd to think a little bit. And if they can't, then I have to explain the joke to them. Then it's not funny. No. So you can break into a whole other thing because that's more material right there. Like I feel like I need to explain the joke to you, but that will make it not funny. Because that's one of my things too. That's actually been one of my, my bits and one of my lines forever is like if I have to explain the joke to you, it's not funny. Thankfully, we're not in like the transition era. Mm. When we went from like the CRT TVs right. to the flask. <laughs> well, and see, that's why that's why I think it's a it's a very relative and now like topically new joke because it it, it very much ties in with like the LED and well because you know like 15 years ago there would have been somebody in the audience that would go oh you could have fit on my TV I got one of the big consoles. console TVs like how fat got the, it's got the knob with right. the UHF and the VHF on you got to adjust the vertical hold how fat was he. <laughs> I got my Atari hooked up with one of those things with the that the screws go in. That's right. One yeah. of them UHF VHF splitters. I make it happen, Captain. Always got to be on channel three unless it gets switched to channel two or four. Four was or four. Four was the most three popular. Four. Three of four. It's the frequency, Kenneth. Yeah, three was pretty much uh, universally not a channel anywhere. Right. It was just reserved. Who for the them. fuck wants channel three? Hey, we're exactly. channel channel three news reporting live. Don't buy it. We sound like we're a joke because we are. Nobody will advertise on Channel 3 because, you know, bad luck. Channel 2 and Channel 5 get all the action. But yet there was a Channel 13. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What the fuck? Who wants to be that? The fuck? The fuck? Oh, that's on here. That's on here. That's on here, man. Dave's not here, man. So these mics are sitting here flaccid and unused. Thanks, crowd. I I love you all. What the fuck? There you go. What the fuck? What the fuck? We need more Colonel Sanders talk. What the fuck? You know what I also hate? Allergies. Yeah, right? Fuck allergies. Because they are bastards. Every time that the pollen alert comes up on my phone, it's like a trigger for my nose to plug up. You're just like, oh, hell no. Eyes to water. Man, I thought we had an agreement. I start craving a Zyrtec. There you go. You crave it? Yeah. Like, I need it. Oh, need where's it. my Zyrtec? Where's my Zyrtec? Even though they don't work for me anymore. Oh, man, you've oh, taken... Oh, shit! 
You've taken too many of them. I have. They are no longer effective. No. Which nope. so lumped them in with certain antibiotics and antimicrobacterial soap. Yeah. I had somebody effective. tell me the other day, it's like, you know, I'm sitting there, eyes just flared up and snot running out my head, and I'm like, they're like, you should try Zyrtec. It's like, <laughs> you don't think I've tried that dipshit? <laughs> Thanks, asshole. Yeah. No, I'm going to shove a soldering iron up my nose. Fucking unoriginal bastard. Yeah. I'm going to quit my job. There you go. Is that the right train of thought? Yeah. I can I can make it, right? Oh, Figure it dude, out. I, I think you could go on like dice.com. Yeah. And find enough freelance stuff that pays way more. Right. And uh, and hit that and you'd be good. Sweet. I'm in. I, I've seen freelance stuff on there that pay like 7500 bucks an hour. Nice. Yeah. And some are like, we need you for three weeks. Some are like, we need you for 12 hours. But, you know, at that kind of pay, who gives a rat's ass? Right? But you could definitely uh, you could definitely make your way. <sighs> yeah, you know, I don't mind hopping into the great unknown. I mean, I moved all the way across the country with just a bunch of shit and my cat waiting for my ex-wife. Well, we were married at the time, but she had to stay for a month and a half while I moved out there all on my own. Yeah. I don't mind taking chances. No. You've done stupider things like start podcasts and radio stations. Oh, God damn it. I know. Be you know, a, I could be so free. <laughs> be a couple-year unpaid intern for a certain radio network. <laughs> Only what to is, start your own you know, unpaid internship <laughs> for your own radio <laughs> Holy fuck. You know, what do normal people do? They, like, get to go home and, like, watch TV and relax and clean their house and shit. Yeah, what my the house is a goddamn about? pigsty, and I already have a bunch of TV shows that I haven't watched for years. <laughs> the hell, man! Somebody calling? Is are they calling the podcast? Or are they calling? I don't, you? They're going to be on the podcast now. Okay, might have to turn them up. Thank you for calling the PNA Podcast Express. You're on the air. Oh God, are you really doing this right now? Yeah, we are. We're, yeah, we're, hi. We're recording. <laughs> Do you recognize this unknown voice, Phil? I don't yet. Gosh. Phil, last time I talked to you, we were, at, we were having some drinks, probably Tur- at the very place you're at right now. Turbo, what's up, buddy? What's going on? How you doing, man? Yeah, you're on the podcast. We, uh, we're, we, we're, we're recording live from the, the uh, well, we're not at the Silver Tavern. We're in Port Sanilac at the Blue Water Inn tonight. They let you in there, huh? Yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> the suspension's over. I might throw somebody through the window, though, tonight just to get re- re-suspended. They do a body cavity search on him before he comes in, though. It's awkward, especially because they do it right at the bar. Or in the parking lot. I saw the, the worst, greatest fight of all time there at that bar, by the way. Nice. The worst, greatest? Yeah. We're not bothering yeah. you guys. It was like, you oh, know, there's that hill, okay. out, out, that, that hill out front towards the parking lot? Yeah. Mike Pond, well, should I have to my buddy, our buddy Mike was kind of drunk, and he was in this fight, and he, he literally was, like, coming off that hill, and it, and he was, like, had his arm back like he was going to punch this dude for, like, 10 feet, and it was, like, in slow motion, and he jumped off that hill and, like, spun in a 360 and landed on his back. <laughs> he completely missed the dude. <laughs> That's funny. It was the greatest non-punch of all time. It looked like you, you couldn't do it in a movie if you wanted to. It would have, like... It had to have like a CGI budget. You know, a lot of great stories involve uh, our buddy Mike, like 
his party getting busted, him sitting in the cornfield screaming at the cops. <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. That's perfect. We were just talking. Teenage I was just talking about that with somebody. You guys keep breaking up for some reason. Well, we are in Port Sandalac. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Valid point. I'm going to move my phone to hopefully a spot of better signal. Oh, no. I literally was just in Sandusky. Were you really? Yeah, but I, just for a minute, and I did go get take my kid to get her car up there. Uh oh. Is that it's a, cheaper that, to get it fixed up there? Oh well, yeah, that's true. That is very true. It's so funny because like they, I, I won't say where I got it fixed, but they were they were awesome. And it's funny because they're like, all right, what, do you want us to just leave the keys in the car so you can pick it up after work? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And like my wife's like. What are you doing? What do you mean? Like, and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is the Sandusky man. Nobody locks your door, right? You know, like, you just wouldn't do that where I live. But like, I mean, I don't remember ever locking doors from anything that I, you know, when I lived up there. No, hell, I, my keys don't come in the house from the car. You know, it, it's, of course, nobody can find my house, even if they know how to get there. Half of them can't find it, but, you know, it, it. uh yeah, it's just, it's different around here. It is. It's way um, different. So what is the what is the discussion about today? Uh, we talked about prom. We talked about Colonel Sanders. We talked about how terrible my ex-wife is. So the normal shit. The normal shit. <laughs> prom. Do you remember when we went to prom and we wore, like, normal stuff? And now, like, everybody has to wear, like, designer stuff that's insane. Yeah. The... It was kind of like that this last round. There were a few people in, like, there was one guy in, like, a flame shirt. Yeah, there and there were, like, three women dressed up in, in like, tuxes, and there were, like, three dudes dressed up in dresses. But that's just how life is now. Yeah. 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 You, you'd be surprised. There was just a discussion at a local school about how they have to uh, treat and respect kids who say that they identify as a furry now. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so which one of you guys are there is it no, i'm just kidding that'd be me that'd be you. I, I like to dress up it's, like it's the... yeah i like to dress up like clifford the big red dog well you got the beard going so you can like pick an animal that has like a head face <laughs> perfect oh. if he grew his eyebrows out bigger he could be a bison <laughs> thanks bison got to be some kind of a, like uh, primate that you look like, Phil. Oh, yeah, several. I if get you dyed it the right color. I get called an ape almost daily. Yeah. Yeah, for no sure. Comment. <laughs> no yeah. comment. No comment. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so what are they going to change? So are they going to change the name of the, the uh, school mascot there? It's going to have something to do with it. That's it. It's the furries. The fighting it furries. Be. It be, should be. It's not gonna be the red. It's gonna be the Sandusky fighting furries. Oh, that's brilliant! That would be fighting great. furries. I'll be sad if it's not. No, I'd actually buy a hat. Hell yeah! Man, I uh, yeah. I mean, there. I've heard a few things thrown around. I I won't spoil it, but I have some insider information that of a couple of the options that it might be. I can't say they're bad options. There's one I didn't like because I think yeah. it's overdone. 
but not that there's another mascot like that, but a portion of the name is overdone. I don't think there's enough pirates up there. I only got Pack and Harbor Beach. Probably just be pirates. Yeah. Make either, it either pirates or a bird. Butt pirates. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> who, who held up the signs? Remember that during basketball games? And got them taken away and they kicked out of the game. I don't so know. actually held up what pirate signs when we were playing. Yeah, they they at least didn't attack the coach. What? Am I right? Uh, coach or the cheer, the cheerleading coach? No, I thought it was the girls' basketball coach, the the lady coach that you kind of went after. You just freaked her out. You didn't really go after her. Oh, I, well, I, yeah, I just yelled something. I just yelled no. something inappropriate. Run while no, running. That was, uh, that was somebody else when we were playing. Uh, we were playing Century Club, and somebody was drinking with, doing it with orange juice and vodka. Oh, good lord! Just make like this warning to people: don't do that. Yeah, that's that's hardcore we, right there. I, I thought we, I thought we killed him. Like I'm, like I'm, like holy shit! Our friend's gonna like he pissed himself. I couldn't wake him up. <laughs> I asked him if he wanted to go into McDonald's and sober up, and he nodded his head and said, "This is my left arm." While he patted his left arm, I'm like, holy shit! At least know it's left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Feed him and, another and shot. It, and we took him home, and I, like, like, just like in the movie, I, like, leaned him against the door and, like, rang the doorbell and ran away. And the first thing his mom asked him is if he's on drugs, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you were on drugs, man. So he's, like, pissing and, pissing and puking in the shower. I was like, yeah, he couldn't hang out with us for a while after that. So, <laughs> that's awesome. So it was kind of yeah. like me on the night of uh, Mickey's bachelor party. Yes, back of that bus. Oh, that was so bad, so <laughs> bad. Somebody, I, somebody had the job of cleaning that up. Not, not me. Although the bus driver didn't yeah. try and catch me, but I was still pretty swift. <laughs> I you had, were swift. I had puked in a few of those little pouches on the back of the seats. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, wasn't there like a vent or something back there too? Oh yeah. The, well, I was sitting right on top of the heater. That's what it was. You could smell it so bad from the vent. And yeah. so I had Andy Bissett back there with me, and he's just like, I start puking. He starts running towards the front of the bus. I'm just hoping that we get to our stop before the bus driver smells it because he had made that big speech about, if you puke, you're cleaning it up. And I'm thinking, I, I don't have the 8 to 12 hours it's going to take to clean this up or a power washer. I don't so have necessary tools. So... The minute that we got to our stop, I just jumped up and ran towards the front. Like, I kind of waited for you guys to all get off because I didn't want you to slow me down. Because I was pretty covered in puke myself. It was horrible. Someone tells me that that bus driver did not get tipped enough that night. I didn't tip him. I'm. <laughs> so, yeah, you had to. So, yeah, he didn't get something that night. No. Something tells me that bus driver probably still tells the story of that night to this day. He very well could. Because, yeah. like, I, I ran off, and when, when Mickey was the last one getting off the bus, and I started pushing him, he's like, what's the matter? And he's seen that I'm, like, just covered in puke down the front. He's like, oh, shit. So he goes running off the bus. I go run and follow him. The guy starts yelling at us. He comes off the bus. We just go, and we run into these bushes. <laughs> And we're, we're sitting there hiding. He's like, you guys got to come back and clean that up. Mickey's like, I'm not going back and doing shit. 
<laughs> like, I'm not going back if you're not going back. <laughs> so we didn't go back. <sighs> and he did not let us off close to our rooms. Really? No. That was probably for the best. More room, more room to run. Exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, he was old and fat. He wasn't following anybody. He wasn't going to win that yeah, chase. Well, we were young and drunk. Kind of evens it out a little bit. Right? I was still like a damn gazelle. <laughs> you thought you were a gazelle anyway. I probably rolled and bit it. But I'll tell you what, that was like the most miserable night ever. I literally slept wrapped around the toilet all night. I had a towel, a damp towel that I think had been on the floor from somebody taking a shower earlier. It was I pretty- almost had one of those the other, I almost had one of those nights the other day. Really? Like two weeks ago. I made um uh rum raisin old fashions. Whoa. Tell us more. Rum raisin old fashions. So there's this this brewery down by me called uh, Redline that makes these rum raisin old fashions and they're crazy good. Oh yeah. So basically you you make the rum raisins, so it's like a half a cup of rum, sugar, uh it's supposed to be like some other kind of fruit or something in there. So, um, some kind of really sweet sugary stuff for it anyway to make the rum raisin and that's your mix for the for the you know, it's like your bitters and all that shit basically for the mm-hmm. old fashioned so I bought some cracking and I was using that and uh just over my buddy's house and like by the time I got home like I would like I had to sit in the couch I had to sleep on the couch for a while then I sneak into bed at like 4 o'clock in the morning and my wife's like are you just getting home I'm like Trying to X over. I'm like, no. no. I've been home for a while. I just couldn't come to bed because I didn't say I was like, everything was spinning and I was going to throw up. But <laughs> Play it off cool, man. Just play it cool. I tried. I tried. But this stuff's really good if you do it right. Oh, man. As long no. as you don't mind races. Like, no, no, I, not at all. Like, I'm, I'm intrigued now. So next time we, we, we should schedule a play date and we should make those. Oh, yeah. I will bring I'll, I'll, I'll try to need to get up that way and do that. We're it gonna- was... Uh, Cinnamon crunch, like cinnamon crunch cereal. Yeah. I got cinnamon cinnamon crunch dust for like crunch toast and shit. And I use that in the mix because you're supposed to use something that's like got cinnamon in it. And it was really good in it. So, so I'll try to make I'll have to make some more. You might have to come up when we do our uh when we do our breathalyzer episode. I have a breathalyzer. Thank you, Junior. I want it. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. I want Turbo to be in. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. I need to hang out with you more because I've never had a bad time hanging out with you, man. We, yeah, that that well, it's been a few times yeah. when he's tried to get <laughs> us into fights, but other than that, yeah, pretty solid. Well, no. he he got me punched once, but I wasn't in a fight. Like I wasn't trying; I just got punched. It's okay. I could take a punch. Where? No, I'm joking. What's that say? We've been together and watched people get punched. Like, oh yeah, uh, we watched Stolly punch somebody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That had to be fruitless. <laughs> Dude, it was that night. That was that weekend. I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anybody do it after before. Where he drank forty-eight hours straight. Yeah, I didn't even know it was possible. Holy shit! He was drinking WAP, like that that stuff they make up north. <laughs> and it, yep. And it had, his lips, like he looked, he looked like a clown. Like his lips were like yep. dyed red from all the Kool Aid. And I remember going to bed the first night, and I wake up the next morning, and, like, he's still sitting by the fire, and I'm like, did you sleep? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, shit. 
Yeah. He got home from that weekend and he slept like 20 hours straight or something crazy. And his parents had to go wake him up every once in a while because they were afraid he was going to die or something. Make sure he was alive, right? I know. Yeah. Wellness check. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go. We were pretty hardcore once upon a time. Yeah. And then we had to grow up. Damn it. It's a good thing. Huh? Right? Huh? I like it. Huh? Every once in a while, I forget that. And I have nights like I did a couple weeks ago. But Speak for yourself, right? Uh, all right. One last thing about the breathalyzer, and then I'm going to go. So, do you remember when we used to go to Canada and they'd have the breathalyzers when we were 19? At yeah. that, wherever that bar was? Yep. Do you remember? I don't know. It was a couple nights where none of us wanted to drive, so we decided that whoever blew the least had to drive us home. Oh, boy. That's that's awesome. You, you ever with us when we did this? Like, literally, people were just slamming drinks because they didn't want to be the one to drive us. <laughs> I do remember that. It's like, oh, we were dumb. We were really dumb. Yeah. And we, yeah. Had, to, and we had to come back from... Uh, from Canada like that. Somebody was passed out and thrown up on themselves and they weren't going to let us cross until we woke them up. We had to like throw water in their face and shit to wake them up so they'd let us cross back over. The only time I ever got search coming back from Canada was when uh, Bissett and me and a whole bunch of other people went, went through and I'm driving. I'm fairly sober and we get to the check, you know, we get to the the bridge and stuff and did you leave anything in Canada and Steve like leans right up between the seats and he goes urine gosh urine and there, there was like a girl back there that was like parroting him yeah we left urine it's like oh you assholes <laughs> can you pull up over to the side over there pull up into that lane I'm like god damn it and it basically just took more time but you know it's already three in the morning wasn't Steve one the one that like tried to cross and forgot that he had like a loaded gun in his car? Yep. Yeah, we told yep. that story, I think, didn't we? On the no, we, we just talked about it. Oh, we talked Mickey. about that off air. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, that was was just with Mickey. Yeah, because we visited him a couple what last week. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm like, I know, I've heard this story. Yeah. I wasn't with him then, but we were. We tried to cross another time, and our buddy had a knife on him. And when they like they searched him and they found the knife, they took him in a room. Strip, strip searched him and it made us all sign deportation papers to wow. leave and wouldn't let us wouldn't let us into Canada. Damn. <laughs> I don't know if they did it to scare us or if I've actually really been deported. I don't know. It's kind of like a bucket list thing anyway, I guess, so it's kind of cool. But <laughs> I've never had like a real bad experience going to or fro other than when, you know. But didn't they take your one car apart? Don't I remember something like that? took some like they just take some things out of it it wasn't too bad that was the day that was the same day i think oh no shit and they yeah they strip searched my buddy made us all sign deportation papers and left the car like like they took like the spare out and everything out of the car just leave it there and make you put it all back together well that that's Dang. the part i remember is you had to do like you had to put everything back together yourself put everything in the trunk and all that yeah that's that's horse shit. So what day is this uh, this event? We don't know yet. Adam, do you have that in mind? I don't know. I don't know. It might be a good party bus thing. Yeah. So our next episode that we're gonna do here shortly is our two hundredth episode. 
So yeah. we're we're going to have we're going to do a party bus, and we're going to give away some seats on the party bus, and we are going to go have a good time for our two our two hundredth episode celebration. Celebration, right? So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, let me know. We'll do. It, it it's going to be coming up fairly quick. But yeah, we were going to do a whole, you know, oh, we'll do our 200th episode extravaganza thing, but it falls in the middle of the week. And 200 episodes, I believe, deserve something grander more than just, oh, it's I don't think it episodes. deserves shit, man. It doesn't. Every, it's such a pedestrian yeah. accomplishment. I want to like, have a party Like bus. Like 1.4% of all podcasts made celebrate 200 episodes. Such a pedestrian accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same as like, Elementary school graduation, right? Yeah, this is this is like this is like kindergarten graduation right now, where you have to make your own fucking cap yeah. out of like paper. Yeah, and if you do that, you graduate. That's right. And if you can't figure out how to use the stapler and you cut yourself with it, then fuck, you're held back. Wait a minute, you guys graduated? <laughs> no. I, you know, I know you graduated, and. Contrary to what people think, you were actually ended up being a good student. Don't you put that evil on him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you haven't been since. You haven't been a good student (laughs) since, but. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, All right. I'm going to let you guys get. All right, man. Well, hey, I'm glad you called. I'm very glad you called, too, man. Good talking to you. All right, yeah, let's all hang out. And yeah, let's do let it. Let me know more about this stuff. So, yeah, it's some of those rum, we, some of those rum raisin old fashions. I can work on that. I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you later. All right, take care. All right, guys. later. All right, later. Travis calling in Turbo, as I affectionately call him by his nickname from back in the day. That was a nice surprise. That was awesome. That that buoyed my spirits. You can probably tell. I'm sure yes. the listeners can tell. Yes, always good to hear from Travis. Yeah, I think he was calling oh. you to discuss something, but... We could do 200 episodes of just stories from... Right? Well, I forgot, because we had such a great visit with Mickey the other day that I'm like, oh, didn't we tell this on the podcast? You're like, no, that was the conversation we had with Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Which, could you imagine getting both we got to have here? him on the podcast and Travis again. Oh, yeah. getting them both on here would be awesome. Oh, God. Be dangerous. It would, it would, be, it would be dangerous. People would look at me in the same light, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm beginning to wonder how people see me because I, I I know how I see me, and uh, yeah, it, it, don't worry about it, man. No, I don't. You're golden. I You're really golden. don't. You're good. You're the guy that has a podcast, and you have yeah. to put up with me. Exactly. Right. People are like, shit. Of all the people who should be up for sainthood, it's Adam because yeah, he puts like- up with Phil's. Neurosis, all his bullshit, all his everything. Well, that's when when most people are like, "Oh, you're on the PNA podcast." I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "You're the good one." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, right?" I get that all the time. Yeah, you're like, dude, if it wasn't for Adam, you wouldn't have a show. And I'm like, I know. Oh shit! That's scary, right? Very scary. Like, yeah. Well, we could wrap this one up. Let's do it. Let's this, uh, uh, on to bigger and better. We're headed toward 200, folks. 200. This has been. The 199. 199 from the 69. From the 69 that you've been listening to. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed at least 100 of these episodes. Or a small portion. 
hundreds. Even if you gleaned one little thing and you enjoyed it and yeah. had fun. Like if I made you laugh once in the 200 episodes, then you're welcome. What yes. an asshole. <laughs> yes. Then you're above the curve. If I, if I made you cry, then I'm excited. Ooh, my nipples are getting... Ooh, oh, bing! Turkey's done. Yay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. All right. I'll survive. Oh, oh there you... Oh, there, okay. oh, that's nice. Looks like that turkey's done over there, too. All right, everybody. This is the PNA Podcast Express, brought to you by no one. That's the way we like it. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. We've been live here from the 6-9 Blue Water Intercourse. Thanks for having us. Beer's cold. Come on down. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy whenever time you listen to us. Thank you, first of all, I want to say. And uh, you know what? Make good choices.